Welcome back to the Highly Undisputed Sports Podcast. I'm Andrew. That's Garrett. How are you doing today? Hey, man, I'm doing great. We finally got our music situation figured out. We got NFL topics to go over today. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and check us out. Send us emails at highlyundisputed247 at gmail. We'd love some listener questions. So what do we got on the schedule for today? So today we're going to talk about the additional week of football games that were added this week. We have uh, NFL comparisons and team fits for each of the top five quarterback prospects this year. And then if we have time at the end, there was a mock draft release today that we will talk about if there's time. We don't know yet, but let's get into it. Sounds good. I'm really excited for this one. Uh, So as you guys probably heard, uh, the NFL added a 17th game. This was kind of not news news because it had been talked about last season, but they needed a year to get into it. Um, What do you think about this? I mean, just what's your overall opinion? I know a lot of people are upset about it. Um, I mean, more football. There's nothing I can say bad about it. I love watching football. I love that there's a new game. I know that the players feel different, but hey, I mean, is that what you get when the players don't come together and veto things that they don't like? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to turn this into a big um, CBA argument, but yeah, the players need to just, if they didn't want this, they should have banded together a little bit better to prevent this. Um, And I understand where they're coming from. I mean, a 17th game leads more room for injuries. Uh, It's a better chance for them to, you know, be on the field longer, but you know, football is such a highly impacted sport that, yeah, they're they're gonna there's gonna be more injuries to this. I think that really puts an emphasis on like the backup quarterback position. I think now more than ever, you need to make sure that that position is good enough in case your guy goes down for a couple of weeks. Yeah. So I actually like what they did. I don't think that there's a really bad matchup looking at any of them, and like because every good team plays a good team, and every bad team plays a bad team. So. I mean, they're good games no matter what. Their team's competing. Hopefully, they actually play it like they want to win, but we know every year that that doesn't happen the last week. So, I think notable matchups, you got the Seahawks and the Steelers. You got the Rams and the Ravens, the Cardinals and the Browns, um, the Buccaneers and the Colts. That one should be fun. Packers, Chiefs. That one should even be I mean, we're hoping Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes are playing week 17, but... Yeah, um, right, right. See, yeah, I think that might be something that the NFL kind of screwed up on. Like, they're going to put these games week 17. Are some of those playoff teams going to be playing? You know, like, are, aren't they going to sit some of their guys for those? Oh, 100%. They do it every year. Why would they not do it this year? Especially with an additional game that's just more risk for injury. Yeah, I mean, if if I've got my spot in the playoffs locked up, I'm not playing. I, oh, yeah. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't play any of my guys. And if you do, well, good for you. But, yeah. I mean... Yeah, fans want to see it, but at the same time, I'd, I'd rather be healthy going into the postseason. I think Unle- unless you're that team that has the bye week, and we've seen how sometimes that bye week can really screw with teams, you know, with momentum. But other than that, I'd rather just not play. Yeah, I think it's like you said; it's a good way for backups to get noticed, play well against actual NFL teams, and not just sitting the bench playing against practice squad players. But I'm excited for it. Yeah, if anything, I think this has more of a fantasy football impact. I mean, oh yeah, you know, because I feel like there's going to be a lot of t- weeks where you might wonder if a guy sits out a game. I mean, does Derrick Henry, you know, really want to play 17 regular season games? Well, I mean, do the Titans have the one seed locked up? No, but I mean, you know, what if they're pretty comfortably in the playoffs and, you know, they are like, hey, you know, we're playing, I don't know, some bad team this week. You know, let's just sit Derrick Henry down. He doesn't need to carry the ball 30 weeks. You know, how... What are fantasy managers going to do with that? You know, that that's going to be another thing that they're going to have to manage. Uh, speaking of fantasy real quick, we are going to start like either a fantasy segment or a separate fantasy pod. 
for like episode a week. So be on, be on tune for that. But we my, still got a ways for that. Though, yeah, I think I'm not. I really cannot do fantasy football oh, right I now. I don't want to talk it. I need like a couple months to recover. But yeah, I mean the fantasy implications come down to you just need to be either drafting more players that are good in the backup or be watching your transfer player every single week, like you should be doing anyway. But yeah, if you're one of those people that's not, you know, checking to see if your guy's playing or not, I'm sorry. That's that's laziness. You don't belong in leagues that you know pay out money or anything. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm you know, I like to see it. 17 weeks of football can't go wrong there. I guess. You yeah. Know? But I think that's enough on that. We just we didn't want to get into it. Just talk about it real quick. But you threw the idea at me yesterday. I think it was the day before. About taking the co- top five quarterback prospects this year and mapping them with a comparison of an NFL quarterback, current, and then putting them on a team where they would do the best. Doesn't matter if that team needs a quarterback or what, but say we start off with Trevor Lawrence, the number one prospect. Yeah, let's let's do Lawrence first. I, I kind of thought this would be fun because this draft is got a lot of skill guys, but this is maybe the best overall quarterback draft we've had in a long time. Like, you look at these top five guys and you're like, wow, every single one of them could be a superstar. Um, I think you're not going to like my Trevor Lawrence take here. And, and Okay, just so we're clear, this has no actual opinion on where we think they're going to go in the draft. This is just... I watch this guy play. This is where this is who I compare him to, and this is the team I think he would fit best on. Doesn't mean it's the team we think they're t- that's taking them. Yeah. I, because I think you're gonna see with my number one here with Trevor. I I don't think you think this team is gonna. First of all, let's be clear: the Jaguars are taking Trevor Lawrence. So, who, whatever we say here has nothing to do with their position. If they do not take Trevor Lawrence, they will be laughed at like we laugh at Adam Gase. I just putting that out there right now. Oh, we're gonna start with the Adam Gase slander this early. All right, what, what are we four minutes in? We're already there. All right, um, Trevor Lawrence. I, I okay. I'm gonna break the rules already on number one here. We said it has to be current NFL quarterbacks, and it can only be one quarterback. Um, Trevor Lawrence, to me, when I watch him play. I feel like I'm watching Andrew Luck with his abilities as far as athleticism, his arm strength. I mean, I feel like he's a clutch player, size, accuracy, all physical tools, just everywhere. I, I feel like it's Andrew Luck. But then, like, if you just go and watch his tape, I feel like I'm watching Ryan Tannehill. He, he just he looks like Ryan Tannehill to me. I, I, I know that that sounds terrible. Like, People think of Ryan Tannehill there, and they're like, oh, my God. That guy is, you know, I mean, he's not bad, but uh, it's Ryan Tannehill. Are you really winning a Super Bowl with that guy? Is that who we're taking with the number one overall pick? I am going to stroke your ego a little bit here. I, I like that. I was judging your Tannehill pick from the start, but I did find a website that has player comparisons for each prospect, just as, like, a reference point for me. And this website has Ryan Tannehill as the player comparison for Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> So, are you serious? Yes, I am 100% serious. So, you you had said to me last week, you were the, the Nostradamus of the NFL because you predicted things that you heard on other podcasts. So, there you go. Stroke your ego a little bit more. There. I, I, hey, man, I can do this job better than the NFL scouts can. Like, that's what I do. I just call it, play it, you know, as I see it, that's what it is. All right, so who do you have? Um, I'm going to break your stupid rules as well. I have him compared to 
absolutely nobody. So we're off to a great start. Is what she, yes. we, we can't even follow our own rules. Trevor Lawrence is a specimen of his own. I, I don't. I mean, I see flashes of Andrew Luck in him, but he, he's a prospect like we've never seen before. So I don't think it's fair to compare him to anybody that has succeeded or not succeeded in the league. I mean, Andrew Luck was a very good quarterback, but and like it, and like Andrew Luck had comparisons to John Elway, but. You still watch Andrew Luck, and you're like, this is his own guy. Like, yeah. he, he was his own. These guys that go number one that are the guaranteed ones, like the Peyton Mannings, the John Elways, uh, the Andrew Lucks, the Trevors, you look at them, you're like, there is nobody that they actually compare to. They are. So I totally agree with your take on that. Yeah. I, I think it – because I, I struggled with him, and that's where I got to the Tannehill thing. I'm like, I, I you know, it's not really a good comparison because I think he's going to be way better than Ryan Tannehill is. You know, I mean, Tannehill's nice, but – yeah, I think I think Lawrence is way better than him overall. I think I, his abilities are better. I just see that in him. I mean, as you said, uh, Andrew Luck was compared to John Elway. Trevor Lawrence has been compared to John John Elway as well, and like Vinny Testaverde and quarterbacks like that. So, I mean, we're giving him credit; those are great quarterbacks. But I don't think it's fair to compare him to anybody that we've seen before. No, and and I'm gonna say right now, like I don't like comparing rookies to the all-time great guys like every year we hear oh he could be the next Tom Brady no you're not gonna find the next Tom Brady there's one Tom Brady there's one Peyton Manning there's one Joe Montana like those guys they don't exist there there's one so when people say that I just think that that comparison is lazy and you could do better with them um what team did you put him on so I, I don't think it's it's fair to say, hey, we're going to take the best guy and put him on a, a not-so-good team to make him great. If you want to make the best guy great, you got to put him on the best team. I have him on the Buccaneers. Oh, wow. And, I mean, the reasons are self-explanatory. The, the Buccaneers just won the Super Bowl, so you're putting him on the best team in football, giving him great weapons on offense, and then a loaded defense. If the guy can't do great on that team, then is he really, is he really the greatest quarterback in this draft? Yeah, I mean the the thing I like about Trevor too is you know I don't think you can put him on a two and fourteen roster and he makes them like twelve and four. I feel like you put him on a roster that's eight and eight and he makes that roster twelve and four. Yeah. Like he elevates good players and makes them great players. I don't think he makes bad players great players. I think he makes good players great players. So with that in mind, you're really gonna hate me for this one. I don't even care. Anyone that listens that knows me, you know what? Screw you guys. I'm putting him on the Patriots. He is he is going to be the guy that steps in for Tom Brady. That's where I'm putting him. You put him with Bill Belichick, they're going to win the Super Bowl on that roster. That's where I have him, on the Patriots. I don't even care what you have to say. You can look at me like that all you want. I don't care. I'm putting him there. You know, I thought about putting him on the Steelers just to give them the greatest quarterback in this draft, but I said no. I disagree. I didn't think it was morally right. I'm not holding back. I didn't think it was morally right to put him on the Steelers and stroke my ego, but you stroked your own ego. That's right. No. I'm putting him where I wanted him. I saw all those pictures last That's year. That's pathetic. No, I don't even care. I don't care. I want This is made up. The Patriots aren't getting him, so whatever. But you know what? I want Trevor Lawrence on the you Patriots. You are a pathetic human being. I don't care. And I, will I don't care. The rest of the podcast. I don't care. I don't care. All right, we're moving on. I don't want to hear that anymore. Oh, okay, fine. Um, the number two, I mean, it's Zach Wilson for this, me. This is your guy. But I have him compared to Aaron Rodgers. Boo. Boo. That's lazy comparing him to great. Stop it. Okay. 
So I have a feeling that we're going to disagree with our comparisons with a our show podcast. I have all of my guys compared to great people except for Trevor Lawrence. Lazy. I don't care. You know what? I really don't. Screw your rules. Screw this segment now. Um, but he does throw like him. He's tight with his throwing. He wastes no time going through the motions. And he can chuck the ball. Uh, he throws the ball from odd angles. He drops the ball on the money to his receivers with a cannon for an arm. So, I, I mean, who, who do you think of when you hear that? Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. No. No? Not with not when you're comparing him to Zach Wilson. All right. Who do you have him compared to? Sam Darnold. I got Sam Darnold. Look. Sam Darnold coming out of the draft. He had God, this, I hate everyone this was so saying much. everyone was saying the same things about Sam Darnold as they're saying about Zach Wilson. They are. Can we move look, on to the mock draft that we saw? No, now? we're not moving on. Hear, I don't I really don't want to hear this anymore. No, we're staying with this. Look. Sam Darnold, he made all the throws. Do you remember his pro day? Do you remember it? No. Okay, so his pro day was in the rain. All right, it was in the rain. Not a ball touched to the ground. And at the end of it, he got on his knees at half field and threw the ball through the uprights. And everybody in attendance gave him a standing ovation. A standing ovation. Look, I think Sam Darnold is good. And you and I, I think we have the same take on him. He's just with the shitty Jets and, you know, they Adam can do Gase. better. Yeah, Adam, Adam Gase ruined him. But yeah. look, I look at Zach Wilson. I'm like, all right, he's he does. He has an electric arm. It is live. It is ready to go. He's a decent athlete. Did, do you know what his forty time at the con- or his um, pro day was? I don't. I didn't. Zach Wilson's. Yeah, I do not. Um, but I mean, you know, yeah, he's he's a good athlete. He's mobile enough. But you know, he. I'm not putting him at Aaron Rodgers. Are you kidding me? That's that's ridiculous. He looks like Sam Darnold. The, the throw he had at the pro day where he's, you know, he rolls out to his left and then throws it across his body to the other side of the field. Okay, that's great. You did that in a T-shirt and shorts. And I'm not hating on the guy. I'm, I'm not. I actually like him as a quarterback. But, you know, you know who, did, who made that exact same throw this season against the 49ers in an actual game? Sam Darnold. Does the same play. You can go and look it up on YouTube. It's like in the second quarter he makes the same play. And he gets out of a, out of a sack. So, you know, I just look at him and I'm like, hey, you know, Sam Darnold's arm coming out. Wow, he looked incredible. Does everybody remember he was the number one rated quarterback out of that draft class? Like, we all remember that, right? You know, he, he was really good. And I, I look at both of them and I'm like, oh, they're gunslingers. You know, they're not afraid to try anything. And sometimes that's, you know, that's going to lead to an interception or a bad throw. But, you know, I just I look at them and they're the same guy to me. That, and that's why I think the Jets should keep Sam Darnold because I don't think they're getting any better with Zach Wilson. And I think Zach Wilson's a great talent, but I would just go with the guy I already have. Oh, uh, he didn't run the 40, by the way. Oh, he didn't? No. Oh, okay. So I want to I wanna start right now by telling you that I do not think Zach Wilson is Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he will be Aaron Rodgers, like I said before. His, compar- his play style is comparable to Aaron Rodgers. Yes, I like your. I do like your Sam Darnold. Left you explain it. By the way, I was scratching my head. Well, and I was disappointed. You know, with look, you, but it's it's easy to come out here and say Aaron Rodgers, well, or Patrick Mahomes, but like you know, be realistic about it. Is he good? Is he Aaron Rodgers? Like Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes in college were incredible. Like th- their numbers were ridiculous. Zach Wilson's playing at BYU against a cupcake schedule. You know, I just. I don't. I don't think it's fair to these guys to go. Oh, he's going to be Aaron. You know, he, he looks like Aaron Rodgers when I look at him. No, he looks like Sam Darnold, and that's a good thing. Like Sam Darnold still has a lot of talent. 
So, you know, go ahead and continue. But I, I just, I, I really hate when people do that. They're like, oh, Aaron Rodgers. No, no, come on. So, I put him on the Chiefs. I, I did the same thing. And it's not because, hey, we're going to put the second best guy on the second best team in football. No. That was only for Trevor Lawrence because he's the best quarterback in the draft. I put him on the Chiefs because, A, BYU was stealing plays from Andy Reid's playbook this year. So, he kind of knows what kind of plays that they run and could run that similar play style with the Chiefs. And you're also giving him great offensive weapons. A fast receiver in Tyreek Hill. And the best tight end in the league in Travis Kelsey. So, I mean, if you want to take a rising star that you've seen one one good year at BYU, you're going to put him at a really good team like the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. I mean, I have, him on the, I have him on the Chiefs, too. And I, obviously, that's not happening. You know, wow, would that really be weird to see, you know, him and Patrick Mahomes go at it for a job? I mean, what, are they going to pay him $500 million, too? <laughs> I don't yeah, they're going to be they're going to be $400 million over the cap, you know, and in the next two years. But, um. I just think it would be fun. I mean, he, you know, he, he's got a great arm. He, he might have the best arm in the draft as far as just shooting it downfield. So, you know, Demarcus Robinson, McCole Hardman, Tyree Kill. Yeah, just go long. You know, the, the Mahomes thing. Yeah. Remember, Mah- remember Mahomes, like, as a, or his second year in the league is when he started? Like, his first game, I think he did four touchdown passes. We're like, who the hell is this kid? I mean, there's he, a reason he's, he's making $500 million. Well, yeah. I mean, he's just, he's so fun to watch, yeah. you know, and I think Zach Wilson's going to be the same thing. I think he's going to be really fun to watch. Do I think that he's going to transition to winning like Mahomes has? I don't know yet. Depends on where he goes, but if he goes to a team that, you know, can really surround him with good talent, like if somehow he goes to the 49ers, that would be really fun for me too. I think that if you put him with Kyle Shanahan, they would really figure out how to win. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to put him on the Chiefs. I'm not yeah. stupid, you know. You, you want to put him where he's going to be the most exciting because he, he exactly. probably is the most exciting of these quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, there's a reason he's my favorite quarterback out of this draft. So, yeah, I mean, I just so let me ask you this. You obviously love him. Yes. Is there really any concern, though, with the cupcake schedule? Oh, yes. I have said all along that it's either it's make or break for him. He He's on this pedestal right now as the second prospect, second slash third with fields, but he could easily come out and suck against NFL defenders and maybe he gets drafted to a team with a not so good O-line and then what's he going to do which is which is why I exactly think the Jets should not take him yeah I just I I don't want to put him in a situation where he's got to come in and be Superman I think that that's a great way for him to fail yeah if if he's on a team like the Niners or um even on Carolina I feel like on Carolina he would do really well yeah, you know, because Matt Rule's a pretty good offensive well, coach. They will have be talked about in a little bit. So. Yeah, we're, oh, like, oh, I, we are going to get to an Carolina. exciting team for me with these prospects. So. Okay, um, yeah, I I feel like even Atlanta, if Atlanta took him, and I don't think they are, um, I think he would do well there because yeah. he's not going to be expected to make incredible throws. He's going to have guys that can make incredible plays for him. Yeah, um, that's all I've got for him. You want to? I'm going to go to Mac Jones. Are you good with Mac Jones? Oh, okay, yeah, that's all fine. Right. Because I feel like Mac Jones is probably going third in this draft. I think the 49ers are taking him. Yeah. Unless, you know, the Jets think, oh, well, the 49ers traded up to get, you know, Mac Jones. Maybe we should take Mac Jones. Yeah. I, that's the only way I think the 49ers don't take him is if the Jets do. But um, my comp for Mac Jones is Matt Ryan. Okay, that's fair. 
I, you know, that is very fair. like I, lo- I look at him and I think he ran like a four, seven, eight at the combine. And, you know, that's that's like good speed for a quarterback. He can move a little bit. Uh, he's smart. He's not going to blow you away with physical ability. You know, he doesn't have the biggest yeah. arm. He doesn't have the biggest arm. He's not super mobile. You know, he's a little bit mobile. Um, his footwork in the pocket is very good. I, I really love his footwork. Um, you know, he has, he's got the ability to be a top quarterback. You know, if, if you put him on Atlanta right now, like if you just swap out Mac Jones and Matt Ryan and gave him Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, I feel like Mac Jones could do exactly what Matt Ryan does. Yeah. That, that's what I see. I, I look at him like, wow, he's really solid. You know, he's not going to be your best player. He needs guys around him, but he can really play, you know, and he's smart. He doesn't turn the ball over. He makes the right play. If he has to check it down, he's not afraid to just check it down. I like that about guys. I like a guy that can check it down. That, uh, just just take the easy play. Give, get, take the eight yards, and, and that's what you got. You know, so who do you have? You mentioned checking down. Don't do this. The don't, king of don't the check go, down has don't, been who for the don't last do few it. years. Don't do it. Tom Brady. Stop it. The greatest quarterback of all time. Oh, my God. All right, maybe I do want to cancel this segment. Oh, my God. What are you doing? Tom Brady? Mac Jones is not and will not be the best quarterback of all time. But, but, I know it sounds nuts. He leads receivers downfield well. I mean, you can say that about a bunch of quarterbacks, but he does it very, very well. And they are catchable balls. They are not, oh, well, I'm going to overthrow you by five yards. Go get it. No, I'm going to put it in your pocket. Just catch the ball. He looks good with his progressions going through the motions completely. He goes through his progressions completely before letting the ball go. Who else does that? Okay, look. Look. I, again, I get what you're saying. You also mentioned good composure in the pocket. Oh, my God. Who else has good composure yeah, no, in the pocket? I, I got it. Our, look, if you're going to lecture me on what Tom Brady does well, you're... I, Look, just just go talk to the wall because I already know. You know, I've been watching the guy since I was four years old. I know. Look, that's such an unfair comparison for a guy. This is twice now. This is two times. I'm going to give you a warning. If you do it again, we're just going to shut the, the damn thing down. And well, you might just want to shut it down now because this is going to Oh, better. my God. All right, look, I agree with you. I agree with you on basically everything you just said about Mac Jones. But to compare him to Tom Brady – is unfair. That's why I went with Matt Ryan because I feel like Matt Ryan is okay. Matt Ryan has an MVP. You know he's gonna go down as a top what ten all time in the passer rankings and yeah. you know, all this all the statistics. But he's not Tom Brady. You know Tom Brady's the ultimate winner. Nobody is Tom Brady except for Tom Brady. Yeah. So then why are you comparing Mac Jones to him? It's the play style, stupid. Oh my god. No, not, it's not yes, though. It is. No, I it's just not. Gave you reasons yeah, that's as fine. to why they are similar. Mac His Jones ran comparison is Tom Brady. Stop arguing with me. That's what I feel. Move on. You want to do your team fit or do you want me to do mine? We're well, not gonna well, we're not on. gonna take your stupid segment that you gave me these stupid rules for. And tell me to switch my pro comparison at the last second. I'm not telling That's you not to how switch. This is going to work. But Matt damn, Jones reminds me of Tom you? Brady, not Tom Brady when he was in college, because you know, 199. Tom Brady. Whoa, was, whoa, whoa! Not, People forget Tom Brady in college was incredibly good. I don't care. I'm talking about Tom Brady in the NFL. Tom Brady for the last 15 years. Yeah, uh, Tom, 20. Sorry. Yes, Mac Jones reminds me of Tom Brady. He is not Tom Brady. He reminds me of it. There I, you go. Oh, my God. This poor kid. You are going to hate me in two segments because this isn't getting better with my pro comparisons. 
All right, what's what's what team are you putting? The on? Los Angeles Rams. I like that. I do like that. I, I think we tell me your reasoning because I think we have kind of the similar thinking. Well, Mac Jones would would thrive in a West Coast offense. Okay, so right there, the first thing on my notes is West Coast offense prototypical quarterback. That's what it says. I'll read you my whole first segment. With the West Coast offense that Sean McVay runs so well, I see Mac Jones thriving. It gives him two good receivers. You got Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. There's also a veteran receiver in there now, Deshaun Jackson. They also have a young, good running back that he can grow with in Cam Akers. And that's the most important thing to me, is that style of offense and the coach. I mean, people can say whatever they want about Sean McVay. I love the guy. Oh, Sean McVay is incredible. I he, he is incredible as a coach. Mac Jones' biggest downfall right now is that he doesn't seem like a complete quarterback. He still has a lot of room to grow. Giving him that style of offense and that coach and those players will give him the best opportunity to grow. And, I mean, I know the Rams aren't going to get Mac Jones, but, right. I mean, if they could, I would take Mac Jones right now. Yeah, Um. so I'll give you my team. And I think it's the team that's going to take him. The I think 49ers. I have the 49ers. I had him written down first. but um, and, and this is a little boring, but look, yeah, West Coast offense. What do quarterbacks in the West Coast offense have to do? They have to get the ball out quick to the right receiver, and they have to be able to do rollouts. Mm-hmm. West Coast offense is a lot of movement for the quarterback. It's not scrambling. It's, you know, just moving within the pocket, getting a little bit outside the pocket, you know, finding your receivers, keeping your eyes downfield, but not being afraid to check down. He doesn't force any throws, and you know Shanahan. Look at the look, look at the quarterbacks that Shanahan's coached. Well, one of them's Matt Ryan. My comparison, Jimmy Garoppolo, who was the secondary guy that I had written down for Mac Jones because I think he's you know Matt, Jimmy Garoppolo looks like Matt Ryan to me also, and then Kirk Cousins, who's like the poorest of the poor men of those four guys. Yeah. So those are the quarterbacks that Shanahan's coached. I look at Mac Jones and I'm like, huh. Runs a four seven forty. Well, it's not blazing speed, but it's good enough to you know get out of the pocket. He's pretty darn accurate. He's got good footwork in the pocket, huh? Who does all of those things? Oh, guys that Kyle Shanahan likes. Then you factor that in with okay, you get George Kittle. Well, that's nice. You know, that's a nice little easy target for a rookie quarterback. And then you have you know probably the best rushing attack in the NFL. Yeah. To go with it to make his job easy in the play action. You know, your defense, I think their defense is going to be back up to a top five. I look at Mac Jones, if you put him on the 49ers, I think they're Super Bowl contenders. So I had texted you last night saying that I was taking the easy road and putting them all on the easiest teams. So I did have the 49ers, and everything you just said is what I had typed out before I deleted it. The, the Rams was like my third team that I wrote down. I, I had them, you know, they were like, okay, you yeah. know, McVay. I feel like he needs to go to a coach that's going to get the most out of him as an offensive mind. Yeah. You know, like everybody keeps putting him on the Patriots. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, Belichick, I feel like, would like to coach a guy like that, but I don't think that Belichick's going to get the best out of him offensively because he's a little, he seems to me a little bit limited. And he's not a guy that when he needs to make a throw in a tight window, I don't know if he can actually do that. I, we haven't really seen him have to do that yet. But I still love him. But I think that, you know, he's had a lot of guys running wide open. Yeah. He needs a coach that's going to be able to get those guys open all the time. And I don't think that's what Belichick does. Belichick kind of likes his quarterback to be his own guy and to be able to handle the offense himself. So that's why I put him on the Niners because I don't think there's a better coach in the NFL at getting guys open than yeah. Shannon. I feel like every time I watch the 49ers, somebody's running wide open down the middle of the field. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. I, I love that pick. I love both of our picks there. I think that yeah, was, I, I think they both make I sense. I think that'll be the most we're in, 
in agreement this entire second. Yeah, except, you know, you're over here putting comparing guys to Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. I mean, just get out of here. All right. So, I mean, are you good with Mac Jones? I think we summed him up pretty, pretty perfect. Yeah. Uh, do you think he goes to the 49ers? Yes. You, you think, I think he's at three? Even if Zach Wilson falls to, falls to the Niners, they take Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones is their guy. Do you, what's your ranking of him, of these five guys, where you rank him? See, it's so hard because Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson are one and two. But what do you do with Justin Fields? Yeah, he's the outlier. He's the outlier to me. And, I, and Trey Lance. I mean, no, see, I think Trey, Trey Lance, Lance but I think Trey Lance, the teams have a little bit better of an idea of what they think of him. Yeah. As opposed to Fields. I think because did you see the other day uh, some random NFL scout had Fields ranked as a fourth rounder? Um, I think you told me about it. Yeah, I didn't like see it though. Like I just think that Fields, they look at him and they're like, oh, you know, Ohio State quarterback, little weird. Like, what? Where do we rank him? I think teams look at Mac Jones and they're like, oh, prototypical guy. You know, six foot four, pocket passer. They're like, wow, we're gonna fall in love with this kid, and he's got a good arm. And I rank him fourth. I have him fourth. I can agree. Yeah, yeah. I, a lot of guys had him like fifth and sixth they had Kyle Trask in front of him for a while oh, there no I and, don't agree that and I like and I like Kyle Trask but he's not better than Mac Jones as, as a prospect maybe in the NFL he is but as a prospect no way yeah so I mean let's let's move on to the guy that we were just talking about Justin Fields all right go ahead who's your comparison Russell Wilson oh god come on you oh see, go ahead this, just go ahead see this is the one that I'm like most confident on though because I mean, he said 100% he's molded his game after Russell Wilson. So, I would be I would be wrong not to say that he models him because, I mean, he does. Um, he knows when to run while a play is breaking down. And he can fit a good ball into a tight seam. Where have we seen that? Sideline corner catches of the end zone with Tyler Lockett? All the time. So, I mean, I, I feel like Justin Fields could do that very well. And he knows where to throw it. So, you're going to hate me for it again? But, hey, I don't care. Screw your segment. <laughs> wow, I guess a screw you, too. Um, I, all right, I didn't go Russell Wilson here, but I did go, you know, pretty superstar quarterback. Uh, I have Deshaun Watson. Okay, they're the same. They're basically no, the same they are quarterback. No, they are not the same quarterback. Basically. No, definitely not. I, I don't think they are. I think Russell Wilson's a different breed. I think Wilson's like the escape artist kind of guy. Where Watson's kind of more like, uh, it's just time for me to run. You know, I, I, and I think Wilson throws a much better deep ball than Watson does and than Fields. I, I, I think Field throw, Fields throws a nice deep ball. I don't think it's Russell Wilson-esque. He throws those, like, rainbows, you know, 180 feet in the air, and you're like, wow, that's incredible. And, you know, the size difference, I, I think that matters when I'm yeah. looking at these guys. Um. I also had another comparison for Fields, but I changed my mind on it. I had Cam Newton. I do like that. Because I do like that. I remember when Cam was coming out, and they were like, you know, he's and Justin Fields is a big guy. I mean, you 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 watched him run the forty the other day. And you're yeah. like, okay, he ran four four. What do you go four four four? Four four four. Yep. And then you look you look at him. I think he weighs like two hundred sixty pounds. Like he's built like a tank. You know, he's not afraid to take some hits. We saw it in the Clemson game. He he took a shot in that game. I can't believe he finished it. Um, but then I was like, ah, he's a little bit better of a passer than Cam was. You know, Cam could throw, and he's he's you know he can throw. But I was like, ah. And then I looked at Deshaun Watson, and I'm like, they just feel like the same guy. 
Deshaun Watson was one of the toughest college quarterbacks ever. He played two games against Alabama where I've never seen a college kid take as much punishment as him. And all he did was continue to get back up and make throws. That's all he did. He, you know, they both have, you know, big electric arms. They're tough. They're relatively fa- I mean, Justin Fields is almost like Olympic speed fast. Like, RG3 ran 4-4-1 at the Combine, and he qualified, like, for the Olympics. Justin Fields ran 4-4-4, you know, so look look how close that is, you know, to being yeah. able to potentially qualify. Well, I mean, it could be faster, too. You, you, there, this wasn't the pro Combine. It was just a pro. Yeah, day. right. So. so that's all stopwatches, yeah, exactly. you know. Um, when I look at Fields, I don't think he's the best pocket passer, and that's, that's where, like, him and Wilson separate for me yeah. because – Wilson's a very good quarterback in the pocket. You know, he reads defense as well. You know, he gets to his third and fourth option. The biggest question with Fields is, does he get off of his first option? Now, I think he does. Yeah. But I feel like he gets to his first option, and then he goes to his second and never looks at his third. I, I can't remember a time where I just saw him check it down. Yeah. You know, he to me, he's like, all right, first one's not there. Who do I have on an in-breaking? Oh, he's open. All right, I'm going to just sort of throw it to him. Well, I think that's a perfect segue into my team pick. Yeah, okay, go ahead. I have the Carolina Panthers. I like that. I like that. Go ahead, tell me why. So you said he looks at his, his number one option. That would be DJ Moore, who can run a really good deep ball. Yeah, DJ Moore, your favorite player ever right there. Yeah. Go and ahead, then, take him again in fantasy next year. And then you have Robbie Anderson, who can also run a deep ball, but can also run some good slant routes, some ins, some outs very they can, well. They can fly. And then you have the arguably the best running back in the game in Christian McCaffrey. So, I feel like with a with those two good wide receivers and Christian McCaffrey as a good dink and dunk pass option, that would be his way of learning to throw it to the third option. And I think those combinations of a deeper out from DJ Moore and in a slant and out from Robbie Anderson and just a quick check down from CMZ is just going to be way too overwhelming for the defenses to figure out. I think a big thing there is – you know, if you, if you and there's a chance he goes to the Panthers. Yeah. You know, like he should be there at that point. Um, with Curtis Samuel leaving, DJ Moore has got to step up. Oh yeah. He's got to be more consistent. And I mean, you've had him on fantasy. I've had him on fantasy, and fantasy doesn't really matter. But you know, week it, to week, it, it does though, because it shows consistency and consistency. And DJ Moore is a very inconsistent player. Yeah. He like, doesn't get tar- He didn't get targets under the Panthers' offense this year with Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know if it was Teddy Bridgewater, if it was just he wasn't putting in. 100% I just effort. I feel like that guy week to week like you're never going to know what you're going to get out of him. Yeah. You know, like he's you, one week he can get open and the next week he can. He's he's one of the weirdest receivers in the NFL cuz clearly he's got talent. Yeah. I mean, he's clearly talented. Um but yeah, I feel like if Justin Fields cuz he could actually go to the Panthers and I feel like if he went there, that would be a really good fit for him. Yeah. And the other thing I like about him is like he's not afraid to get clobbered in the pocket and then make the throw. And that's yeah. why I compared him to Sean Watson, too, because how many times do we see Deshaun Watson get popped Yeah, and he still makes the throw? I mean, the only position they're really lacking is the tight end. Yeah, they I think they really need a tight end. Dan Arnold is their number one tight end. Ian Thomas is the number two. I mean, those aren't really good options, no, but they I, did add David Moore as their third option. I, and I receiver. like David Moore. Didn't so I tell you that I thought David didn't. Moore was going to be one of those sleeper yes. receivers? So He's he has, a really good slot guy. He has three good wide receivers, a good running back, and Eh, tight end that could. Do you think like Pat Fryermuth could be a target for them in the draft in the second round, I or maybe like or maybe like the um the Miami kid, uh the tight end, uh, blanking Kyle on his Pitts. 
No, he's out of Florida, stupid. Oh, my bad. Miami. <laughs> Did Kyle Pitts go to Miami? Sorry, Miami is in Florida. Jesus. My bad. <laughs> oh, my God. How are we yes. on episode four? Are you kidding me? I don't me? know. I, I, Kyle yeah, Pitts went to even, Miami. I didn't even think we'd be making it this far. But, yes, I, I think any option at the tight end is better than Dan Arnold. All right. So. Yeah. Um, I have him at Dallas. I like it. I do. So, everybody knows turf plays fast. Could you imagine that kid on turf? Yeah. With that speed and those receivers, I mean, they've got 3,000-yard potential receivers. Yeah. You know, CD, Amari, uh, Gallup, and then uh, Blake Jarwin, and then who's the other, who's the other tight end they have there? Uh, Dalton Schultz. Yes. With Zeke. And that offensive line, wow. I, I, I think he would be incredible. In Dallas, I think that'd be so much fun to watch. Obviously, they're not taking a quarterback. Oh, I mean, maybe they could. You know, they they're they not could, taking a quarterback. Hey, maybe they trade Dak Prescott. They they realize they messed up, and they well, they didn't mess up, but you know, they don't want to pay a quarterback all that money, and they take Justin Fields at nine. I think they're at. Yeah, I I mean, it's a very good possibility. The the only it, 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 never mind. No, it's not a very good possibility. That it ends up on Dallas, but the, yes, that is a very good team that for him to go to if he could. The only thing I don't like about Dallas is. I think Justin Fields needs to go to a team that has a great coach. Yeah. I I feel like he's another, you know, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones guy where he needs a great coach. And Mike McCarthy's not a great coach. Yeah. He's a bad NFL coach at this point. He just, he hasn't adapted to the new style. I feel like he's kind of still stuck in 2008. Um, That's all I got for Fields. I I really like Fields. And we're going to talk about him a little later if we get into this mock draft of McShay. Yeah. Because you... The reaction you had when you saw where McShay had him going was incredible. I loved it. Yeah. All right. Last one here. Uh, Trey Lance, who is my favorite prospect of these guys. I, I really like Trey Lance. He's the national man of mystery, I guess. Um, big, strong body, big arm. I think he's a winner. Yeah, he yeah. didn't lose in college. I think he threw one interception in college. Um. Played in a pro offense, you know, a lot of under center stuff. Yeah. Uh, play action. He doesn't force anything. You know, if he sees it, that's where he's going. He does need to work on, you know, throwing the guy, throwing guys open instead of just throwing to open guys. Yeah. Um, I like him as a runner. You know, he's not like Lamar Jackson, and he's not like Cam Newton. He's somewhere in the middle. He's got a little bit of both. Like he's got escapability, but he can also run guys over. But it's not like those guys. Why do I feel like we have the same player here? Like do we have the same guy? Who's your guy? Dak Prescott. We do not have the same guy. Oh, we player. don't have the same guy here. Okay, well, that's good because I don't like when we have the same guy. Um, yeah, I, I just look at him. I'm like, wow, that looks like Dak Prescott. You know, he's, he's, he's a big body and, you know, he's smart. He, you know, I heard that you put him on the whiteboard and he's like the smartest quarterback guys have seen. Yeah. Um, and I like that. You know, I, I think he could be the best quarterback in this draft. He's like... You're Zach Wilson guy. I'm Trey Lance guy. Fair enough. I, I've been on him for a year and a half. I yeah. I'm, I think he should be the second or the third guy off the board to me. So who do you have? Josh Allen. Okay. So I was going to go there. I was going to go with Josh Allen, but then I was like, no, you know, I just, I think I like Dak a little better. Josh Allen was my second pick. So I like this one. We're, we're, we are very close in agreement on this. Yeah. I mean, everything you were just saying when you were reading off what Trey Lance is, I was like, is he just reading off of Josh Allen? Like <laughs> portfolio right now of everything that Josh Allen does. But I mean, A, they're both coming from smaller colleges. They 
I mean, he doesn't have the same size as Allen, but he's still a bigger guy, can run over any any defender that he really wants to. And he's got the same sort of arm. He can throw the ball. Yeah, I he's mean, got a cannon. Josh's was special, you know, coming. I mean, Jesus, that guy can probably throw farther than Mahomes can. But, um, yeah, very similar. I mean, yeah. they like a deep ball. And then we didn't really see it much this year, maybe a little bit, but last year you saw a lot of Josh Allen is ru- taking off way too fast. He's he's throwing the ball to very covered receivers. He's throwing the ball way way off into nowhere that's potential to get picked off. And you see that with Trey Lance a lot as well. So I mean he's gotta get he's gotta get comfortable with those things, and that's why I see Josh Allen, because that reminds me of Josh Allen over yeah, the past three years. Lance definitely in his year that he started, um, a lot of times would just take off. Yeah. Which, you know, Sometimes that's just what you got to do. I mean, a good example is for Josh Allen argument, at least, is against Houston in the playoffs last year. Oh, God. When he took yeah. off at the end of the game and fumbled and tossed the Bills yeah. again. Yeah, so. and, and and he developed out of that. Yeah. And, and see, like, I, I really like that, you know, um, that comparison because I think that Lance, just like Josh Allen, is really going to have to improve. Yeah. You know, like, he's so raw, and so was Allen, that whoever takes him is going to have to, you know, tear a lot of stuff down, build him up, and turn him into what he's supposed to be, which, yeah, is, is Josh Allen, honestly. Yeah. I, just, I just went with the Dak um, comparison because I think as a passer, he's a little bit more defined. Yeah. You know, like, he, can, he throws a check down. He does make the right throws, but occasionally, like, he just doesn't see it, and then he takes off. You yeah. know, it's like 50% of the time he's elite level as a – with the IQ and then the other 50% of the time he's like I'm just faster than you I can outrun you yeah. and like at the NFL level you can't do that you know unless you're Lamar but and that's why I went with Dak because I remember when Dak came out like I kept looking at him like why isn't this guy going like the second or third round I mean he can really play and he's smart and you know he knows when to run and he knows when not to run and I look at Lance and I'm like oh that's kind of the same thing you know they're, they're similar styles um where did you put him I went on the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> Oh, so I get crucified. Yes, yes, but there's a difference because I'm taking no, there's not no the difference. number one guy. There's no difference. I'm no not difference. taking the best quarterback we've seen since Andrew Luck. I'm taking Trey Lance. I think he's great. Okay, that's fine, but he's not Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, he is. He's better. No, I'm just okay, kidding. But, I'm kidding. But back to it, there there are some problems with Trey Lance to where he, if the first read's covered, he's he's off. He's gone. He's That's when he's running. In Pittsburgh, there's not a definite number one. So he's not looking at the same guy every single play to throw to. He could look at Juju. There's still Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, Eric Ebron. So he has different options to throw to and look at every single time if he's still going to keep that habit of throwing to the number one guy. Um. So did you put him in Pittsburgh because you think he needs to sit a year? Uh, that and I I was going to get into it. It, it. I think Pittsburgh is a great spot for him to run. There's there's literally no team bias when I put Trey Lance in Pittsburgh. Okay. I mean, I think it's a it would be a good fit, actually. Yeah. I mean, now that you've explained it, you know, I'm just messing with you. Yeah, oh, no, 100%. You know, whatever. I but mean, I, see, I see a team that's in need for a quarterback. Ben, oh, ben, definitely. This is the last year of this, Ben's contract. Ben shouldn't be playing this year, to be honest. And But Trey Lance also gives the, them the ability to, to run the ball. When needed, which they haven't had the past few years because Ben has been he's immobile. Immobile, at this point. yeah. He honestly, I think Ben at this point has less mobility than Tom Brady. Yeah, he really. I mean, he can't move. And you know, I think that if you put him in Pittsburgh, um, you know, that would open up a lot of things for them. Yes, I just, it, it would. So I, I actually really like that spot. Yeah. Well, Lance throws the ball well short, and he throws the ball well long, long way down the fields, which 
helps when you have an athletic receiver like Chase Claypool. I'm not going to say that he's Megatron because... Mapletron? He's not Mapletron. Megatron. Uh, either or. I mean, he's good. He's athletic like Megatron, but he's not Megatron. And lastly, coaching. I feel like he needs a very good coach totally to help agree. him through. Totally agree. And who better than, I mean, Bill Belichick, but you have Mike Tomlin. Yeah, Mike, Mike Tomlin, Tomlin. To help Trey Lance build as a quarterback and get out of these bad habits. Like I showed you, I had a lot written down for Trey Lance because I am wholeheartedly saying that if the Steelers could get Trey Lance, perfect fit for both of them. It's a win-win. I, I like it. I, 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 I thought I had the better fit. Um, I actually have two teams written down. And you brought you mentioned one of them. I didn't. This isn't my top team, even though I would really like this. I think New England would be a great fit yeah. for him because and, and a lot of mocks have him going to New England. Number one, they have Cam Newton there, and I think another comparison for Trey Lance is Cam Newton. Yeah. Um, you know, similar play styles, and you're going to develop under Bill Belichick, who you know, with a guy like him, he's not going to ask him to do too much. And he's and I feel like Bill really liked what Cam brought last year, and you can do similar things with Trey. But the team that I'm actually going to send him to here, the team you used before, I'm going to use Carolina. I like that. Because, and you actually brought it up in your Pittsburgh thing that they don't have like a true number one receiver. So it's, you know, you get to spread the ball around. Yeah, their number one is their running back. Yeah, like he's their their number one, like DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, David Moore. We just went through all the guys. Yeah. But like, I look at that, I'm like, okay, so Trey Lance likes to throw the ball deep. Okay, well, you got that. And he can check it down. And they like to run the ball with the quarterback a little bit. He can sit a year behind Teddy Bridgewater, you know, because Bridgewater's locked up. And I know yeah. how you feel about Teddy, but Teddy can play. You oh, know, no, they, there's, they, there's, he can teach a young quarterback how to play yeah. and how to be a professional. Teddy's a professional. There's nothing against I, Teddy. And I, like I just that. don't think he should be the guy. Maybe for another year, yes. But Teddy Dukov can play. No. You're, you're a hater. Oh, I am. And there's it, a lot it, of you out there it, that hate on him. And I'm love, sick of it. It's a love and hate. Like I love seeing Teddy do good. I love seeing him flip over over defensive linemen for touchdowns. But I just don't think he's a good quarterback. Yeah, I, I and and that's and I just put him in Carolina and another team. This is two on my list actually, where he actually has a chance to go there. And yeah. Matt Rule was at his pro day. Yeah. And I guess Matt Rule really likes himself some Trey Lance because that's all we've heard. I don't think they're taking him, but it's a possibility. Um, yeah, well, I told you before this, I was looking into every player, every one of these prospects to put on the Panthers. Yeah, the, the Panthers, they have such like a, a malleable offense yeah. that you could put any one of these guys there. Yeah. You really could. They should trade up. If they yeah. if they really like one of these guys, they should trade up and, you know. Well, take you know who has a pick to get rid of? The Falcons? Yeah, but you're not going to trade in division. That's not going to happen. I mean... If, 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 guy, if they then. could convince the Jets to let them go up to two, yeah, I think that's the move. Because then you can just be like, hmm, which one of these guys do we really like the best? It doesn't even have to be a scheme fit. You can just take whatever one of these guys, except yeah. for Trevor, obviously. But, you know, and, and I like Matt Rule to develop a quarterback. Oh, yeah. We, we heard he's this guru, whatever, at Baylor, and that Baylor offense was incredible, and the Temple offense was incredible. Okay, let's see what you got. Yeah. You know, here's a project. Get it done. Yeah, because, I mean, Lance needs to – he needs to progress quickly in the league to not die out. That yeah. Be, I think if he doesn't die out, he will be very good, but it's very hard to not die out if you're not dead set as a very good quarterback coming out of college. And he's good, but he's not He's not yeah. next level yet. I feel like worst-case scenario for Trey is he turns into Tyrod Taylor. I feel like that's worst-case scenario yeah. for him. And, and, I mean, if that's your floor, then 
That's not, yeah, I really think that's, that's his floor. Terrible. Like, I think that he needs to sit for six to eight weeks. Yeah, you know, learn the offense because he hasn't played in a year. Yeah, you know that that definitely isn't going to help him. And I think that's why he might slip. You could see him slip in this draft. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if he slips a little bit, he's going to end up on a better team. You know, yeah. I don't want to see him on the Jets. I don't. I don't want to see him in a situation where he has to be the savior. I want to see him in a situation where he can succeed. And I say that with all these quarterbacks. I hate when quarterbacks go to the worst team possible. And it's like, oh, they have to save the franchise. Yeah, great. Who actually ever does that? Yeah. I mean, look at all the guys taken in the top five that are quarterbacks. Didn't you bring something up the other day about quarterbacks taken in the top ten and, like, almost none of them are on their team anymore? Yeah, so I think there were 30 quarterbacks taken. In the, it's just around – it's more or less 30. But there were 30 quarterbacks taken in the top ten picks for the last ten years, and six of them have made a difference. I mean – the, the list that I saw, it was Colin Coward. The list that I saw, he didn't have Baker. Wow, a, cow, a coward list. You yeah. hate Coward. Yes, I do. All but right. He didn't have Baker on there, which, fine, he doesn't like Baker's on-field, off-field antics. He doesn't like his attitude. So, sure, fine. But six quarterbacks. That means one. And the only surefire one that will, will be it is Trevor Lawrence. So maybe two. Who's the second one? I mean, because those, those le- next four quarterbacks are, are not – too far off from each other outside of skill, so it, it's it's a it's a very high risk for all of these teams. But I think all of them need to take it on these top five guys. I think they are so good. Yeah, I I think that a lot of these teams should be trying to trade up because, yeah. especially the teams like you know picking ten and ten and below. You know, we already saw the Niners do it. I think that there's a lot of talent in this draft. But I also think that there's a lot of talent that needs to be developed and put into the right situation. I think every single one of these guys can flourish. Yeah. But they need to be in a like not on you know the Bengals of last year. Yeah. I think they all have their flaws, but they all can be really incredible. They just need to go to the right spot. Yeah. So, um, that's our five. You yeah. want to take a quick break and we'll go to the mock draft. Yeah, sounds good to me. All right. So Todd McShay released his mock draft today for the first two rounds, and we're going to go over that with you guys to let you know our thoughts ahead of our mock draft, which we're either going to do either next week or the week after. We're getting into the time where we should be looking at all the prospects because it's four weeks to the yeah, draft the, now. Well, the 29th of April yeah, is so round four one, weeks. so yeah. You know what I really like about this draft? What? We can just skip over pick one. And two. No, I don't think we can skip now? two. No? No, I don't think we can. Okay. But, I mean, well... I mean, we can talk about it. Yeah. You know, but we don't even have to discuss pick one. Yeah. You know, it's, it's locked. Lawrence. Like, it was, it's not been like the last five years. It's like, oh, are they going to take this guy? No, we know yeah. it's Trevor Lawrence, and I'm good with that. Like, we don't have to spend time talking about the top guy. Actually, I'm glad you said let's talk about two. Because um, realistically, I don't think the Jets should be taking a quarterback. And I agree. But if they like Wilson, take Wilson. But I do think they need, should enhance the O line. Or give him another weapon before they just throw away Sam Darnold, because you did say last week that if I'm saying if you're Sam Darnold, you were asking for a trade. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and and the same thing with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, I think both of those guys. If if those teams are taking a quarterback, I'm going up to the front office and I'm saying, get me the hell out of here. Yeah. Why do I want to be here? You know, I'm I'm young. It, uh, Sam Darnold's what 24. He's younger than some of the quarterbacks in this draft class. Yeah. Like. I'm 24 years old. I don't need to, you know, be picked or have a quarterback taken, and then I'm still on the roster. Oh, great. So now I'm just, you know, I know my job is not going to last. Yeah. Trade me now. 
you know, give me a chance to show what I can do on another team. Um, they have Zach Wilson. Look, if if the Jets are sold on the guy, if you're sold on a quarterback, you take the quarterback. You know, you don't you don't get stupid and silly and whatever. If I'm the New York Jets, give me the best player in this draft. Kyle give Pitts? me Kyle Pitts. Yeah. yeah, give me the best player in this draft. I mean, it adds what? another weapon. Uh, they, I mean, they got Corey Davis in, in free agency, and now it gives them a, a tight end to like a great tight end, not just a tight end to help with Sam Darnold progressing. I think I, I think he's Hall of Fame. Yeah, I, I mean, if if we're gonna if we're gonna say that there's a Hall of Famer out of this draft, and we have to pick one, like I don't even think it's he might go to the Hall of Fame. I think he is a surefire. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of yeah. Fame tight end. Because he's big and he's fast, though. He's six foot six. He has an eight foot wingspan, and he ran a what? He run a four four five four 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 four. four. No, he ran he ran four four five. I think. Whatever. He ran four four difference. Like, yeah, like that's incredible. Yeah, that's insane. He is. You know what he is? He's Megatron. Yeah. Okay. That's he's Megatron. Yes, I I think that's what he is. And I'm sorry, I'm not. Except for the Jags, because you have Trevor and they need a quarterback. Yeah. I'm taking Kyle Pitts. Yeah. If fair. I'm a team that doesn't actually need a quarterback, I'm not passing up on this guy. I don't even I don't even care if you have like if I don't even care if you're the Niners and you have George Kittle. I would take him. Yeah. I would. Like that's how good this guy is. I think he's a sure fire Hall of Famer. I think that's fair. So I would take him at two. I disagree with uh McShay here, you know, he might have some inside stuff that's telling him the Jets are taken. But did you see that the Jets posted their season ticket stuff today and Sam Darnold was on, like, the cover of it? I didn't. So, like, are you, you know, does that have any merit? You know, I mean, now we're just, like, shooting, you know. I mean, we're throwing stones into the freaking ocean hoping we get this right here. But we are also this far away from the season, so you never know. They could just switch that up. Right. Um, At three... He's got the Niners taking Mac Jones. I totally agree. Yes, I I, I totally agree. What did we say in our in our re, our team yeah in, West Coast offense? Yeah, it's Kyle Shanahan. Yes. Um, four. He has Pitts. If he's there at four, I I would I would agree with that pick. Yeah. Um, totally fine with it. I have no issues there, at all. You know, that's that's assuming he's there. Five is where it gets interesting to me. So we've had three quarterbacks, a tight end. And now Jamar Chase at five. So that's three quarterbacks and two pass catchers in the top five. That's, like, never happened before, number one. Number two, Joe Burrow lobbying for his guy. I like that. I like that he wants his guy. It's very, it's very, very tricky for me because, I mean, if he's confident in his team and being able to protect him enough in the pocket so he doesn't get hurt again, because that's the only reason he got hurt. He got hit way too much. Oh, absolutely. If if your star quarterback that you took with the number one pick is saying, hey, I want this receiver, you are doing him a disservice by not taking that receiver. And, I mean, yes, are you thinking maybe they're slight bias they play together? No. Jamar Chase is the number one wide oh. receiver in this class. So I have him too, but it's not – I mean, yeah. I have him and Devontae Smith 1A, 1B. Yeah. I mean, they're Jamar Chase has got all the measurables – He's big. He's physical. He's everything you want in a receiver. Yeah. Like, if Kyle Pitts wasn't in this draft, he'd probably be the Kyle Pitts of this draft. You oh, know? yeah. So, and and I I also think the Bengals should go offensive line. But the thing is with this draft, it's so offensive line heavy. You know, they could probably get that guy in the second round. Yeah. You know, like, um, 
Mayfield might still be there. Uh, there's a couple other guys, uh, kid out of TCU, I think. I think he's out of TCU. He might still be there, you know. So if if your quarterback that you took last year comes to you and says, "Yeah, I want my guy," yeah, that's fine. Take him. Yes. You know, I don't have an issue with that. I I would rather see them take Penny Sewell because I think Penny Sewell is that good. But and if you and like another thing, if you, if you're talking about surefire Hall of Famer, I think like Penny Sewell has a chance. I, I don't think he's like Kyle Pitts kind of chance, but I feel like he's. Uh, you know, he plays 15 years in the league and probably makes about, you know, nine Pro Bowls and four first teams. Yeah. I, that's that's what I think of that guy. So, um, and then at six, Miami, Devontae Smith. So we're at pick six, haven't had a defensive player yet, and all we've had are pass catchers and quarterbacks. Yeah. What does that tell you about the league? It, it, it's a quarterback and wide receivers league. Yes. Um. I think the Dolphins were, were always going to take Smith. I think that's why they traded down because they know he'll be there at six, and they they figured let's get some more picks. And I I like Devonte Smith a little better than Jamar Chase, but only because I just think he knows how to get open. I, I yeah. like guys that just get open. And you're and giving your quarterback another weapon. And you're giving your quarterback the guy that he knows and trusts. And, yes, you know, exactly. And his friends with. I mean, you had told me when the Dolphins still had picked three that. They're not taking Jamar Chase at three. Oh, I w- yeah. They're I, taking They would have taken Devontae Smith. Smith, I think. So, yeah. They're still getting their guy. They move back three picks. Perfect for the Dolphins. Um, seven. The Carolina Panthers. Trade up Trey one Lance. slot. Yeah, they trade up, and they take their guy, Trey Lance, who you had fitting perfectly into that system. Yeah. I, I think Matt Rule likes his guy. He likes him, and that's where he's going to go. Yeah. yeah I, that's probably where he's ending up, you know? Which, and I mean, we already talked about him, so there's not much to say. But then the, the Lions will move back a spot, taking Jalen Waddle. So Which we still I, haven't seen a defensive player go yeah, on We're gone still offensive, li- or offensive players, and it's pass catchers and quarterbacks. Yes. That's all we've seen so far. This and is, this is the weir- maybe the weirdest draft, but I feel like this is where we're headed with the draft. Yeah. I think that we're seeing that teams are looking at receivers, and they're saying, you know what? Let's just go draft receivers instead of paying these guys. Yeah. And – See if we get lucky and get the top guy. And the same thing with quarterbacks. They're just, all right, well, we drafted one like three years ago, and he wasn't the guy. Let's take another one. You yeah. Know? And he's your guy that, I mean, you just lost your two receivers in Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones Jr. You need a guy for your new quarterback, Jared Goff, to throw to. Who better than the third best wide receiver in this draft? And it, it's very close. And if Devontae Smith, you know, if Waddle didn't get hurt, like we would talk about Waddle the way we talk about Devontae Smith. Correct. So, you know, the, he, these Alabama receivers, man, it's ridiculous. Yes. They're going to have four receivers potentially taken in the first two rounds. Yeah, I mean, Alabama is a team. Yeah, it's I, this this last couple of years with Alabama has been then, ridiculous. I but mean, speaking of Alabama, pick nine, Patrick Sertain, the first defensive player off the board. So I, I kind of disagree with this one. I, Sertain is great. He's not my top corner. Nope. You know how you know who I like. Oh, we have the same guy. I, I'm a JC Horn guy. Correct. And who you know what's funny? 10. Who's he's number ten of the Cowboys. The and Cowboys. I'll tell you what, if if the Cowboys take JC Horn at ten, I love it. That dude is he is a big physical corner that yeah. wants to tackle. I like guys like that. Like Sertain is great, but you know, he kind of makes me nervous. He's not physical. He doesn't like to tackle. And speaking of you don't have Sertain as your number one, I don't have him as my number two either. Do you have Farley at two? I have Farley See, at I, two. See, I have Sertain over Farley because Farley to me is injury prone. Yeah. So I, I like Sertain a little bit better than him. Yeah. Number 11. This is where I wanted to get to because when you saw this, I thought you had a heart attack. 
Dude, okay, so the the Patriots trade with the Giants, so the Patriots get three or get eleven. My bad, and they take Justin Fields, so they're getting their guy, and who could be the guy. I mean, it, it took a year for him to move out of the number two slash number one spot. He he a was arguably people, the number one quarterback. Yeah, a lot of people thought he might be the top quarterback in this class. He had a falling out. He fell to three, but that's what Zach Wilson's big performance would be at BYU this year. Justin Fields at 11 to the Patriots. Take it over because it just scares the absolute crap out of me. Uh, like, I was going to ask like, you if, if it scares the shit out of you. I don't like seeing the Patriots have a quarterback. I love seeing the Patriots have a quarterback that can't throw the ball. Throw, throw Stidham in there. I'll be the happiest person ever. I don't ever want to see Stiddy take a snap ever again. For Look, if Fields – and I want New England to take a quarterback big time. I think they should take a quarterback. I think they should do whatever it takes to trade up. Yeah. I don't care which one of these guys it is. I think all four of them are are going to be great prospects yeah. and players. If Fields is the guy for Belichick, thank God we have some athleticism at the quarterback spot. That like that is all I've wanted for the last two seasons. Just give me the athletic guy. Yeah. You know what? And maybe he's not the best one, but honestly, I just want some excitement out of that position. And look, you know me. I'm the biggest Tom Brady fan there is. Yeah. You know how I feel about him. Who's my other favorite player in the NFL? Wait, sorry? Who's my other favorite player in the NFL? I, I, Plays, he's a quarterback. Oh, I don't know. You're losing me here. Oh, come on. You know who this is. I don't think I do. Come on. He's my. He's always my fantasy quarterback. Who is it? Oh, Kyler Murray. What Whoa. do I like Oops. about Kyler Murray? He's fast. He can throw the ball far. He's exciting. Yeah. Give me the exciting guy. You know, like just even if he's not the on top five quarterback in this league in the next couple of years. Give me that dude. Like yeah. he's going to be exciting. Justin Fields is probably going to be, you know, electric in yeah. the NFL. So if new England, if this is true and new England trades up and gets fields, I love it. Yeah. I, he's, I think he's going to be a flash in the pan, you know, just, oh, yeah. just I mean, fun. I don't want to see the pages of the quarterback, but that's a good, good way to get a quarterback. He's moving on to 11, um, 12, the Eagles drafting the player that I've had them drafting. For a while now. Yeah, I had I had them taking him at six, yeah. and now they're getting him at twelve. And yeah, Michael Parsons. Yeah, holy crap! I'm I'm shocked a little bit because he did have that off field stuff with Hazen that he's still going this high. But I mean, could that just show how you talented know, he that's really just is? Ridiculous to me. Hazing. That's what we're gonna hold against this yeah. kid. Hazing. I mean, it we've was, seen a lot of players do a lot more. Oh yeah, you know. And but I, it, I'm I mean, sorry. I think it's when it comes down to like lawsuits and stuff like that. Or is, it, or is it a character thing? It, it, yeah, it's more of it's like the Baker Mayfield where where he taunts the other team in college. I think it's yeah, it's whatever. That, they didn't yeah. shake his hand before the game. Yeah, I know. You know, so what? I, I'm sorry. I would I take think him. They're looking at it as a maturity issue. I'm not worried about it. I think he's great. I think the Eagles are getting a great interior linebacker out of Michael Parsons. So didn't he run like four three something? Um, I don't know. I think he went like four three he's nine. Fast though. I will sideline to sideline. Yeah. Like, wow. You know, he's raw. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have a lot of like, I mean, there's know. a reason he's a top defensive player and he has been, he could have went to the Eagles at six. Yeah. And now he's going at 12. Easily. Like, um, just, just as you know, he's, he's such a raw talent that yeah. he's going to need some develop, but wow. is he is, I love this draft. Yeah. I mean, you've heard me say it a few times. I love this draft. I think that it is one of the best drafts we've had. Yeah. Honestly. Um 13, Penny Sewell. Wow. That's all I have to say. I'm shocked he's he's gonna he has him fallen this far. Yeah, I if 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 Sewell falls this far, the Chargers are 
great for taking him. I mean, they made offensive line arrangements with free agency, but yeah, I mean, they already you know they got Corey Lindsley and uh, Matt Filer there, but yeah, boy, if they get Penny Sewell too. Well, Justin Herbert's going to be upright yeah, all season. What more do you need to do for your yeah, second that's, year quarterback? I mean, that you're just really locking down your offensive line if you do that. Yeah, that's that's a great one. I like that. Um, and then we kind of go like on a well. You got back-to-back offensive linemen. Yeah, two offensive linemen, Rashawn Slater, Slater, who I, I like him. I, yeah. I think he's my second guy. Oh, yeah. Um, And then the Giants, with their trade down with New England, they take uh, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, who's the other top linebacker in this yes. class. And I like him. I yeah. feel like teams are sleeping on him, in, on him a little bit. So I like him at 15. I think he really helps their defense. Yeah. Um. So good pick there. And then another trade here. Uh, he's got Miami trading up with Arizona to take Elijah Vera Tucker. So another offensive lineman and that they should be taking offensive lineman. Yes. Like their their two picks should be wide receiver one and offensive lineman with their second pick. Yeah, because I mean they really don't need defense. Yeah, they, they need two positions so. basically. You know, with their first round picks. Um yep. and then the Raiders Raiders take Trevon Morrig uh safety. good player. You know, they need help in the secondary. They lost to Marcus Joyner. This next pick I love. At 18, the Arizona Cardinals, after trading with the Dolphins, take Caleb Farley. Like I said, he's my number two quarter or cornerback. They need it. They need yeah. a corner. He's young. He's fast. He's electric. I, I love this guy. So I'm a little upset by this mock because, see, I've had in the mocks that I've written out myself, I have J.C. Horn to the Cardinals. Yeah. And that's just because, you know, I think, I think he's the top you know, the top corner, but I know that a lot of teams don't view him as the top corner. Yeah. So with them getting Farley at 18, I'm a little disappointed by that because I'd much rather see them get J.C. Horn, Yeah. frankly. But, yeah, I mean, they're getting a top three corner. I don't think the Cardinals are taking any other position. I yeah. think they're taking one of those three corners, and it's whoever's available. Yeah, and then uh, the football team, a, a great, great draft in Christian Derisaw. Yeah, uh, I, offensive I, like, tackle. I like offensive line for them. You're protecting your quarterback, whether it be uh, – Ryan Fitzpatrick or Taylor Heineke. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, anytime you're going offensive line, I'm not going to, you know, yell yeah. at you for and it. And I mean, if, if this was two weeks ago, I would say they're taking a wide receiver, but they got Curtis Samuel. So they yeah. don't really need yeah. it. Their defense is set. You know, you don't need receivers. Running back, you're not taking a running back in the first yeah. round if you're them. So I, I like that pick. All right. I, I have issue with this next one. Yeah. Chicago Bears taking Kadarius Tony. Yes, and Kadarius Tony is the guy that I had going to the football team, but right, and this, and so. I like Kadarius Tony. Oh, me too. I think he's a, you know the fourth receiver in this draft, no yes. question. Okay, Chicago, how many receivers does this team need? Like seriously, I, Allen Robinson, you got the Mooney kid. Um, there's the other young kid they have there, and, and then Cole Komet. Yeah, and Cole Komet. Okay, what are you taking a receiver in the first round for? Maybe some offensive line I help. Mean, it could be uh, just preparing for Allen Robinson to not be there next year, because they're they're pretty much tanking. They're I mean, after, fine, but they're playing. What to are lose. you taking a receiver for? They have so many other issues. Yeah, no, I agree. I I hate this. I'm just trying to justify the pick for no, you. No, I I understand. You know, that's devil's advocate, but uh, God, if they take a receiver, their fans should really be up in arms. Honestly, if I'm them, I'm trading out of the first round. Oh yeah, I feel like they're a team that needs to acquire some assets. Unless one of these guys, like on the defensive side, like Caleb Farley. Any any of these defensive guys, Trevin Morig, fall to them. That yeah, even pass rush. I'd be okay yeah. if they went with some pass rush. Like this next guy, Quiddy yeah. Pay to the Colts. Yeah. You like Quiddy? I um, like. Quiddy. He's not my top guy, but I he's probably my second guy. Yeah, I like him a lot. Um, 
yeah, Titans taking a corner. That's not news. Yeah, Greg Newsome. I mean, that's like self-explanatory. Um, the Jets. The Jets taking Etienne. This one, I don't know. I like it. You like it? I like it. All right, it. so tell me why you like okay, it. Okay, I don't like Etienne as my number one running back. I have Najee Harris before Etienne. Who's literally the next Who's pick. Who's literally the next pick, which I love seeing. But Travis Etienne, you're getting the running back. They took a quarterback. I mean, what do they need? They need a quarterback. Who's that running back right now? Frank Gore? <laughs> So yeah, they it's need Frank Gore, and then they have those two young kids, yeah. Tyler Johnson, I think. Yeah, they need they need a running back. What better to take one of the best ones in this draft with your your second first round pick? Yes, they could take defense. Yes, they could take offensive. Yeah, line. Yeah, see, I would rather just go offensive line. But you don't need or to defense. Right now. I, I I would. Why I, not? Why not use your your second round pick? To, I just to take offensive taking line? running backs in the first round to me is, eh, you know, yeah. I just I don't like it. They have a lot of team needs. Yeah, I think and. Running back, yeah, you're taking a really electric player, so I'm fine. You know, if that's what they're going for, is they want some some spark, and they're taking Zach Wilson also. All right, you know, fine, but I don't know. I'd rather go with the team need here instead of running back, which I feel like this this running back class is also really good. You know, Trey Sermon is going to fall. He's oh, going to yeah. be in the second or third round. You can get him there. Well, so do you think that the the Jets should hold off and take Sermon or like a Javante Williams? Yeah, Sermon, 34? either one of the North Carolina kids. Um, yeah, I, I would just wait. I would yeah. wait. That's what I would do. Chubba Hubbard is there, too. Yeah. You know? So, I, I if I'm them, I'd wait. But, hey, if you're going for exciting, all right, fine. You're not going to find, you know, much more exciting player than Etienne. He's really good. Um, Najee Harris at 24, we mentioned. You, so, you love this pick. Okay, I don't love it. I'm very iffy on what the oh, Steelers. Oh, you don't? Oh, no, okay, I love it. I love There's two picks that they can make. Either you're building your offensive line, you're taking a tackle, or you're taking your running back. So, Either way. I mean, if this was a wide receiver, I would hate it. If this was anybody on the defense, I would hate it. I love seeing there's one of those two positions. <sighs> we do need offensive line. You which really do. Kind which kind of scares me. And Tevin Jenkins is still there. But, hey, if Najee Harris is the, your guy, he's your guy, and I love it. Like, Najee Harris is my number one running back. So, I love that they get him. But if they also took a tackle, I would also love that. Yeah, so, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the same thing. I mean, yeah. running back in the first round to me is, boy, he better be Zeke. Yeah. You know? And and Najee Harris very well could be, you know yeah. he he is boy is he good? But if I'm the Steelers, I'm going O line. Yeah, I just am. Boy, are they decimated? I would up be there. fine with that. I mean, that's great. You're going to get a running back. You can't run the ball if you don't have anybody to block for him. Yeah, and I mean you Tevin know? Jenkins, it literally falls to the next yeah pick to the next pick to Jacksonville, which I love. Yeah, great, love, great love, pick love. there. Um, the only other thing I would say is maybe Jacksonville looks at some pass rush, and maybe and the next guy off the Gregory board, Rousseau. Greg Rousseau, who's my top pass rush guy. Yeah, uh, I. I just like him. Yeah. You know, I, I just do. And Cleveland, they just signed Tack McKinley. I mean, he, uh, Gregory Rousseau got 15 and a half sacks in 2019, and that was second in the yeah. in the NCAA to yeah. only Chase Young. Yeah. So he's, uh, he, he's no, a guy. He's, he's, he's that a, good. He is an animal. Yeah. And I, I like this, you know, Tack McKinley, Miles Garrett, Olivier Vernon, and then yeah. you throw Gregory Rousseau up there. I mean, wow, that's. That's fun. Yeah. Um, Baltimore, Terrence Marshall, I get that. They need receivers. Yep. That, you know, they're trying to get Antonio Brown. I don't think they're going to get him. Yeah. New Orleans, Elijah Moore. Okay. See, we're starting to get into the wide receivers that I'm not too high on. And I'm not first-round grade on him. No, That's my thing. There is still a guy out there that I want to talk about when we get to the second round because we're not going to do the whole second round. Yeah, I just want to do your highlights in the second um, round. There's still a guy out there that I think needs, if you're looking for a wide receiver, 
he needs to be there, but we'll get there when we get there. Well, my my problem with the Elijah Moore pick here, and everybody, okay, the Ole Miss receivers have been really good so far in the league, yeah. A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf. And that's fine. I like Elijah Moore. But, I mean, the Saints, do you really need to take a wide receiver? Why, why are you taking him now? I, are you that concerned that Winston really needs that many weapons that – is that their plan here, that he needs weapons, so they got to take him? There's so many things that they need. If he's their guy, then they take him. Like, and I mean, he was second in the nation in catches and yards. Yeah. So, I mean, that's got to say something. If you want, if you need your guy for Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill, whoever it is, then take him. If See, to me, this is the Kadarius Tony spot. Oh, yeah. I think Tony's should go to the Saints because, yeah. to me, he's like, he needs to be nurtured by a head coach that knows what he's doing with him. Yeah. And I think Sean Payton would be the perfect fit for him to show him what he needs to become in the league. Yeah. Um, Green Bay takes a linebacker out of Kentucky, uh, Jamin Davis. I, I like him. He's not my third linebacker in the draft, yeah. but he's pretty good. Buffalo, Jalen Phillips, I like that pick. I think this is another Najee Harris spot. Yeah, if the Steelers don't take him, um, the, the Bills really need a running back, and this is – this is early for Javante Williams, any of the other running backs, actually. Um, so, yeah, beef your defense. Help yourself out. Absolutely. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs, Aziz Ojolari, the outside linebacker out of Georgia, is very, very questionable to me here. Um, you need a tackle. You Liam Eikenberger is still on the board. I think Jalen Mayfield is still on the yeah, board. Yeah, Jalen Mayfield's still on the board. They, it was showed that they need tackles. I mean, they already sacked both of their tackles. They're gone, so they need they need 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 one. But if Ojala, it's again, if Ojalari is your guy, he's your guy, and you could get a, a tackle in the second, the third, the fourth, any of those prime rounds. So you know, that you know who they. I mean, they took Ceh last year. Yeah. Why do I get the feeling Rand, or Andy Reid's just gonna take you know Javante Williams? No, your guy, Rondell Moore. Yeah, I feel like that's a Rondale Moore spot. I feel like Andy Reid is so arrogant, and it and that then he's like, oh, I can't help myself. I gotta have, have another wide receiver. Tyreek Hill on one side, oh, and then Jesus. Rondale Moore who ran a four two nine forty yeah. and has a forty two inch vertical. I mean, that's it's ridiculous. If they take him, then good for them. Whoever gets him, and in this draft, I think it's the Cardinals. Lucky them. Yeah, because yeah, there is a reason I'm so high on him. Um, obviously he's not in my top four or five of receivers, but. I have him above some of these guys like Elijah Moore, Terrence Marshall, all of those guys. See, I think people are sleeping on Terrence Marshall. Yeah, I, think I they like are him too, but I think like people are very sleeping on Rondell Moore. I just I worry about his injury problems. Yeah. He had a lot of injuries his last year at Purdue there. Yeah. Um he's always nicked. Sometimes those smaller guys, you know, hamstrings and yeah. ankles and, you know, knee sprains and whatever. Um, but with the last pick, you got the Bucks, and they they don't really need anything. They've got all their starters back, so they're taking David Collins, linebacker out of Tulsa. Fine. If they don't keep Antonio Brown, I feel like that's a receiver pick. Yeah, possibly. I know. I know they have Tyler Johnson as another guy and Scotty Miller, but I feel like if they don't keep Brown, that could be a receiver spot. And the receiver that I actually have them pegged if they're taking one is the first pick of the second round in Tutu Atwell. Yeah. Who is the like unknown guy that I really like? Which I don't I don't like for the Jags. You don't like him for the Jags. No, because I mean, yes, they do need another receiver, but they also they need, need a pass catcher. They need, yeah, they need a tight end, they need a receiver. So Pat Fryermuth would be a better yeah, fit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, That's fair enough. I really like the Jets next pick. So they they obviously took though not obviously, but in this they took Zach Wilson, which I love. They took Travis Etienne, which I love. And now they're going to go out and get Liam Eikenberg. 
Yeah, tackle he, out of Notre Dame. Yeah. Which I love. Yeah. Hard hardcore player, physical. Yeah. I mean, they hit last year with Mekhi Becton. It was a huge tackle in the first round. Absolutely. So now if they can get another huge tackle in the second round after getting two of your guys in the first round, the Jets could easily win this draft. With where they yeah, sit they, with their they picks. They could either win this draft or they come are, out looking yes. like morons. Yes. It, it could go either way for them. Um, we talked about how the Bengals took Jamar Chase yep. with this pick. They have Jalen Mayfield in this draft. So if you go Jamar Chase and then you you land up, you know, you uh, end up getting Jalen Mayfield, totally yes. good. Yes, I'm happy. Totally yes. good with that. That that makes total sense. Um, I'm uh, just kind of scrolling through here. The Giants, Carlos Basham Jr. Yeah, I like that one too. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I think up some more. he's a sneaky first round guy. Yes. I think he might sneak into the first round there. Yep, and look what I just said. The Jags need a tight end. Pat Fryermuth at 45. So there's another great pick for the Jags. That's another yeah. team that could win it. We're absolutely bomb. Um, See, I, I if I'm the Jags, though, I would take Fryermuth with their first pick in the second round. Yeah. Because I don't know if he's going to be there. No, uh, yes, you take the save option, but hey, if 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 he's your guy, he's your guy. Because because like, I think Tutu is actually going to fall. Yeah, I think like I think when we get to the second round here, because all those top teams took receivers. Yeah, I think they're going to kind of slip. So I think that they should take Fryermuth first because he might not be there when they yeah. get to their second. Well, pick. here's the thing with this: um, if you take Fryermuth on on this mock, if you take Fryermuth at 33, Rondell Moore is still there at 45. He yeah, but I don't think he really fits them. I just don't think he fits what they're going to no? want to do. I think Trevor likes big physical guys. Yeah. That's not more. Eh, you know, and, and I mean, they have Chanel and they have Chark, but yeah. I like, if I'm Trevor, I want big physical guys that can go up and make contested catches. Yeah. Because that's what Trevor does. He throws the jump balls, the 50-50 balls. Yeah, and that's you very know? fair. Um, speaking of, oh, actually, before we get to the Cardinals, uh, one pick before the Raiders, Samuel Cosme, love him. Offensive tackle out of Texas. It helps that I mean it's helping their offensive line after they got rid of Rodney Hudson. So good for them. Uh, Rondell Moore, like I've been saying, great receiver goes to the Cardinals. Kylan Ray is another weapon to throw to. I want to jump back up to forty six in New England. Oh okay. So they're probably gonna lose um, the McCordy or Jason McCordy. Yeah. Slot corner has become like one of the most important positions in the, in the NFL now because yeah. of all these, you know, Tyree kill kind of guys, Elijah Molden, the corner out of Washington. I think he might be one of those guys that can really fill in a nice spot for new England. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to lose Stefan Gilmore. I think they're probably yeah. losing him. They're going to need somebody in the secondary to fill in. And I, I mean, Jonathan Jones or Jonathan Joseph is, you know, he's going to step up. And J.C. Yeah. Jackson, I like him a lot. Um, but they need a slot corner. And I feel like if they can get Elijah Molden in the second round, that's a big pick for Belichick. Yeah. Belichick, in general, nails his corner picks. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's had a couple whiffs with Cyrus Jones from Alabama. But if they get him, I think that's a really nice pick for them. Yeah. Um, and you wanted to go to Rondell Moore, obviously. Uh, yeah, I just love him. Yeah. I, boy, he goes to the Cardinals. Oh, my God. That, that, that I'll tell you what. You know how I feel about Kyler Murray? They better nail it this year. Yes. This is it now. But, I mean, I, and I love him, but I'm going to be honest. If they don't figure it out now yeah. with Kirk and D-Hop and Green, Green, that's, that's going to be a, tr- a problem for them. Yeah. They need to figure it out. So if, if they get Rondell Moore... Clock's ticking. Yeah. Um, and can we also talk about how they would have some very, very fast wide receivers? Oh, my God. They Kyler got Andy Jordan. Isabella, too. Yeah. I, I, that's, that's just 
that's wild to me that they would be grabbing a guy who who ran what I say a a four two nine in the forty, and then they have Andy Isabella who ran a four three one on top of a great receiver in DeAndre Hopkins. What more could you ask for for your quarterback? Have they brought Larry Fitz back yet? Uh, n- I don't think I haven't seen any updates yet. Can they sign him already so we can stop worrying about that? Yeah. Um, fifty one and fifty two. Fifty one as the football team hasn't taken Kellen Mond, the quarterback out of Texas A and M. Fine, but you just you just signed two quarterbacks in Fitzpatrick and Heineke. I, but I don't have a problem with this. Oh, I don't have a problem with it, but because maybe Mond, you could use it better. Mond is a project. Yeah. So. I like that he can move. Yes. And he's got a decent arm. Um you know, his accuracy it comes and goes. Yeah. You know, it's it it's in and it's out. Um but but if you like him, yeah, you know, I, I I'm fine with that pick. Fifty two stresses me out so much. I'm not a Bears fan, but you you you've had all these quarterbacks that need so much work and aren't so great. Why would you not pass up on a quarterback in this draft? But you're gonna take Kyle Trask, who needs a lot of work. Kyle, and I love Kyle Trask. He's a project. Yeah. You know, Why he, are you gonna put all of this effort into yeah. drafting a quarterback again when you just got rid of your one that you took two, three years ago? And, and you know what's funny? I look at Kyle Trask and I'm kind of like, huh. Kind of reminds me of Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. You know, Mitch Trubisky's a little bit more mobile than him. Well, but Kyle Trask was a first round pit draft pick and uh, like uh, three months ago. And now he's yeah, falling. If, if this the far. season, if the season end, or actually, if they never played this season, he would have gone in the first round. Yeah, I think. Easily. And now you see him digress into the second round. Why now, are you going to be the one to take? I him? don't think that's fair to him, because I don't think that he fell to the second round. I think that guys like Zach Wilson and uh, Mac Jones just had such rose. incredible years yeah. that they just rose. Because it was always Trevor, you know, Justin Fields. Trey Lance and then Kyle Trask. Yeah. Well, those two guys basically just rose above him. I still think he had he fin- he was a Heisman finalist. Yeah. You know, I just think that he didn't have you know an A plus year. I think he had like an A minus year, and those guys had A plus seasons. Yeah. I mean, look at Mac jo- Mac Jones was incredible. Yeah. And Zach Wilson torched everybody. Exactly. So I, I don't think that that's like his fault that he fell to the second round. He's still a second round quarterback pick. Yeah. In a draft that's five, you know, top five quarterbacks, and then there's like. Six other guys that are really worthy quarterbacks. Yeah. So and then the the Titans and the Colts both take defensive picks, which I love. Uh, the Steelers take a center. Good, good, good. I'm glad with that. Um, I like the Ravens pick. Um, Jason, o- is it Owe or Oweya? I think it's Awe. Awe. Yeah. So they, you know, they lose Ngakwe and Matt Judon, and they come right back. Yeah, with, with a great defensive end out of Penn State, who's really good. Um, the Saints. Protect their quarterback, whoever it is with Alex I Leatherwood. Love Leatherwood. I love him. And too. first of all, is there a better name for an offensive lineman than Leatherwood? Not at all. That's like he's gonna put his hand in the dirt and he's gonna rough up your defensive. I freaking love Alex yeah. Leatherwood. And then um the on Ch- his first name alone, he should be going in the first round. Yes. <laughs> um and then the Chiefs take a, a tackle, finally, which they need. Well, actually, hang on, hang on. Oh, okay. Um Levi Unwazurike. I think that's how you pronounce it. I, I don't want to butcher these guys' names. I keep picking guys' names yeah. with terrible, you know, pronun- pronunciation. To the Bills, I like that move for yeah. them. They couldn't stop the I mean, run he's a last year. Prospect, so it, he's a big. Have you seen his tape? No, I haven't. I will wow, look it up. After he though. is. You know who he reminds me of? Vita Vea, who uh, went to the same school as him. Really? Yeah. Hmm. He reminds me of Vita Vea. Yeah. Very similar kind of play style. 
Uh, who are you going to? Holy the- moly, the Packers are giving Aaron Rodgers a wide receiver. I know it's I know it's a second round guy, but in this, they give Aaron Rodgers a wide receiver. Sound the alarm. It's wild. Love to see it. All right, so no excuses now, right? No excuses. No excuses. For I don't want to hear them anymore. But um, more importantly, the Chiefs take a tackle, which they, they need. Yeah, absolutely. There's no argument absolutely. to it. Clearly addressing the offensive line is going to be a major thing for them. And then uh, Tampa taking an offensive tackle to also. I, you yeah. Know. Tampa Tampa honestly can go into this draft and be like, who Tampa do we like? Tampa all of their draft picks away. Just to uh, I mean, no, but. I mean, you if know, they have one guy that they can get in the third they round. Can, you know, it doesn't. I don't even think it matters if someone yeah. takes their guy because they could take whatever player they want. Exactly. I really don't think it matters. I would say that Tampa at some point in the draft probably should take a quarterback. Yeah. I think that you know they should address that definitely. Um, other than that, I don't have anything else. No, I don't um, have anything either. Um, but just a reminder, guys, shoot us emails on uh, highly undisputed twenty four seven. That's Highly undisputed, just the letters or the numbers two four seven at gmail.com. Again, any questions you have, whether it be personal stuff, you have any football questions, basketball questions, we will answer. Literally, if you guys want us to come on here and just yell at each other about something, yes, that's fine. I have no problem doing um, that. I can spend an hour of my life yelling at Andrew. Yes. It's not hard for me. And and even if you just want to get to know us, like I we, we gotta plan that just to introduce ourselves even more to you guys. But next week we we have our first email question, so that will be on the on the show doc for next week. Yeah, we we had planned to do it this week, but um, I fell into a lot of rabbit holes on this yeah. one, so I wanted to take another week to really prep for it because you know I, I want to make this as good as possible. Um, so yeah, ch- next week definitely going to be uh, some listener questions. Yeah, so please 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 send us some emails and we please, really want to subscribe. Yeah, you know, tell your friends about us. Spotify, Honestly, if Apple you listen Music. to the first ten minutes of the pod and you hate it, still hit the subscribe yeah. button, please. We will take it. Yeah. Even if you want to send us an email and tell us how much we suck, yeah, that's even better. That, I'd rather hear that. Honestly. That's a good thing too. Like, even if you don't want to ask a question, if you have any tips, pointers for us to help us get better, whether it's a sound issue, one of us is talking over too much. We already had a, uh, uh, somebody bring up the fact that Garrett ums too much, which I, which I actually heard do better this week. So. Yeah, we, I think are, I think I need a punishment. We are honestly. taking we are taking your suggestions into account. So anything you guys have, email us, please. We want to hear it. And then yeah, subscribe Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I think we're on Google Podcasts now as well. Yeah, Google Pod, uh, Spotify, and iTunes, right? Yeah. And is there another one? And then um, we are working on getting a third mic for to have guests on still. So a lot coming up, guys. We love doing this. So we're happy to see you guys. See you Thanks next a week. lot. Thank next week. Guys.